last time on Oz Hour. Okay, so um, what happened last time is that they fell asleep in these poppy seed flower things that that apparently make you fall asleep and they knocked out and 3,000 mice had to come and pick everyone up to take them to I th- the Oz, the great Oz and they all got to meet him and they saw different things each time and um oh they and when he when he said the brew or when he said the oh my god i'm panicking when he told them what they need to do next there he said that he needs the witch's broom so now they have to go on a whole nother journey and find the witch's broom and that's where we left off hi there and welcome to oz hour the only place where you can hear everything you never knew about the wonderful and strange land of oz that's right with the help of some alcohol we will be discussing each of the 14 books in l frank Baum's wizard of oz series as well as possibly the accompanying 1939 feature film and other derivative works we are your hosts blake stone and wyatt swangham and joining us is our resident oz initiate hannah aguirre hello hannah bueno <laughs> No. <laughs> She's good. Well, Hannah, <laughs> Hannah covered what happened last time, and it took 41 seconds, which is technically a fail, but since you only missed a couple of things, I am actually willing to call it a win this week. You okay with that, Wyatt? Woo. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so all you really missed is that the poppies were specifically enchanted by the witch, which is why they made everyone fall asleep. Mm. Um, wait, is that even true? No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> All you really missed is that the Tin Man saved the Mouse Queen, and that is why uh, all of the mice came and That's helped right. to pull the lion out of the poppies. The Tin Man came through. He really did. Um, also, uh, everyone saw the wizard as something different. Uh, the Scarecrow saw him as a beautiful woman. Yeah. Uh, the Tin Woodman saw him as a monster. Uh the lion saw him as a fireball and Dorothy and Toto saw him as a giant head. I definitely was trying to say that in the recap and then everything else was coming out of my mouth but that. <laughs> Agreed. And you should have seen what was going in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really all you miss. So we can actually just get started. Wyatt, you want to start us off? Yeah. Well, tonight we are drinking a whiskey winky, the recipe for which can be found on our Instagram at Oz Hour Podcast. Um, we haven't had it yet. So before we get started, do we want to have our inaugural slurp? Let's do a slurp. Cheers. <laughs> Ooh, herbal. Boozy. Mm. Oh. Chapter 12, The Search for the Wicked Witch. So, last time when we left off, right, they were like, well, yeah, we're going to have to go find the Wicked Witch of the West and get her broom. That's just what they had to do. Um, quite simple, really. You would think. <laughs> but... They basically depart from the Emerald City to go to the Wicked Witch, but there's a little bit of a problem, which is that there's no road. Yeah, there is no road. Uh, everything's rough and treeless on the way to the Wicked Witch, where, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, they've gone through various different types of terrain to get here so far. Is but it like Texas? A lot like Texas. A broken interstate system and privatized electricity which i won't get into but pray for them the summer and winter um, but yeah i mean terrain has been all kinds of different kinds of things on the way but they've always had the road of yellow brick to follow and True. now there isn't that yeah. uh, so they exit the city and remove their goggles and they do realize that all those fancy green clothes and stuff that they were wearing are actually all just plain white yeah 
it's a comment that's said in passing. It's kind of like, oh yeah, they took their goggles off and they realized everything they were wearing was white. Moving on. We didn't really think about it. So it's unclear. Uh, Is that something that happened often back then? Well, I think, yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's interesting to think about that they were wearing the green goggles. So everything was green and beautiful. So if their clothes are white, it makes you wonder what else in the Emerald City was white. Yeah. Because those are, they were like mounted on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the big twist here is the Emerald City is all whites. (laughs) It's a whites only. Uh, So they're (laughs) walking through this terrible terrain with no road of yellow brick, just in the general direction of the Wicked Witch's house. And they're like, we don't even know how to get there. What's the advice that they're given? Well, (laughs) so you might ask if you were looking, how are we going to get there? How will we know when we're there? And I believe, is it Jalea Jam who says it? I think it might be the guard. Okay. Well, someone is like, oh, it'll be easy. Jalea Jam, can you give me, remind me? She's just a sassy lady in waiting. Yeah. She just helps and has a. She's like, hey, quit sniveling in those green gowns. (laughs) Yeah. She's the one that was like, just go. (laughs) Go do it then. But she says, that will be easy for when she knows that you're in her country, she will find you and make you all her slaves. So, so that's I guess you'll know. And honestly, when I'm going somewhere new, I'm like, well, how am I going to know when I get there? But someone <laughs> always comes up and they're like, hey, you're the Macy's slave today. And I'm like, <laughs> let okay. me tell you what's about to all happen. Right. All right. Well, I'll and go ask clearance. Mr. Macy how the hell to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me get the so, manager. <laughs> but essentially, they're walking and they're just, you know, I mean, they know the general direction. It's west, but like they get super tired. And so they just take it. Well, they take a nap, meaning Dorothy the, and the lion and yeah, Toto. But the thank, which is thankfully, are good for them because the scarecrow and the tin woodman just stand and keep watch. But I mean, okay, they're going to a very dangerous place that they'll know that they get there when they've been like what brainwashed and held captive. Yeah. So it's not a super safe thing, and they just take a nap out in a field in broad daylight. Oh God, yeah. These and there's people no trees. are asking to be just mm-hmm. taken advantage of. Oh, and they are because the witch apparently just has one all-seeing eye and is blind in the other eye, presumably. I I think the other one. Okay, like. It basically describes it as that she only has one terribly powerful eye. But I don't know if that means that she has no other eye or if there's only one eye that works. I like the or idea that, that she's the other a cyclops, eye. which I'd sick. never thought about. That'd be sick. That would be disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. That's It's fine to be a cyclops. But sleeping in broad daylight with a witch with an all-seeing eye, she spots him. Yeah, it turns out. You know what this makes me think of? This is very out of pocket and out of place, but I just watched She's or uh, Just My Luck with Lindsay Lohan. Oh my god. I... And the guy in it is the unlucky one. And and she's unlucky half the movie too. But it's like saying that there's like some sort of curse on them, but everything they do, they do to themselves. And that's what it's giving that's what Dorothy yes. and this whole group like you guys are going through all this fucked up shit because you did it to yourself. And yeah. that's all I'm going to say. Quite literally. I'd be like, okay, I live in Oz now with my gay yeah. scarecrow and tin mm-hmm. woodman buddies mm-hmm. and our pet lion. Yeah. Maybe the cyclone wasn't, you know, that wasn't their fault. No. I won't say although, that's Dorothy's fault. Although, but Dorothy but ran out of the shelter to exactly. get Exactly. That's what I was just about <gasps> oh. to say. They're, they're <laughs> in the- Thank you. They are inviting, <laughs> inviting misfortune. Um, but, but she's also 12. Yes. But the people she's, well, the scarecrow's three days old. The Tim Woodman's <laughs> immortal. The lion can't be older than 15. There's a lot going um, on. Oh God. And Toto, I guess that's true. Child. But so what does she, uh, what does she send to meet our friends? Well, what she does 
is, <laughs> and I'm getting a really vivid image right now because the witch pulls out a silver whistle that she has tied around her neck and she blows it once. I'm imagining like gym teacher witch with like big like black billowy robes but she like wrestles down in them and pulls out just like a silver coach's whistle huge thighs oh, oh yeah she's been squatting i'm gonna say my image of just like this whole entire place i feel like is so different because you guys are reading it in like detail but i'm just listening to it from what you guys have read and my image is strange that's all i'll say well, yeah, so she she blows the whistle once, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of wolves come running from everywhere, just like over the horizon, wolves just 40, running. to be exact. Yes, 40? 40, 40 wolves, yeah. Why um, is it always like a perfect amount? Uh, yeah, it's like no one was sick that day. They didn't just hire a new person who was going to come <laughs> along to train. Like, there was exactly 40. No, actually, I have a thought on that that I'd like to share with you guys in a minute, but we're not Oh, Like, it's like the lost numbers or something, you know? Like, every animal has oh, a number. Yeah. If you add it up and then you, like, transliterate it through to, like, a biblical codex, yes. we could probably find, like, the There's holy, some sort of, like, like Noah's Ark secret. Ark like, yeah. national treasure, but Noah's Ark treasure. Guys, I just told you I have a thing, and I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry, I'm okay. stealing right. it. <laughs> well, at any rate, without bearing the lead too much, the wolves come, and the witch is like, hey, like, <laughs> which is funny because they said, oh, you'll know you're in the land when she wants, or when she makes you her slaves, but she's like, hey, I don't want any of them as slaves. I want you to kill them. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> so the wolves go to kill, um, like they do, and, you know... As you can imagine, this is Dorothy and the lion sleeping and Toto sleeping. And then there's a tin wood, the tin woodman and a scarecrow. And what do you think they do to defend themselves against 40 wolves? If you just had to guess. Defend? That's a, that's a fair there's estimate. No, there's no offense. That's there's true. There's no running away and trying to. I see what you're saying. Um, well, consider that three of them are asleep. Oh, fuck. Well, first wake everyone up <laughs> I, and well frankly you're already off base because they did not do that as we will find out all that happened was the tin woodman just pulled out his axe and you know before he was like oh i killed the cricket i'm so sad but he just chops all of their heads off <laughs> one by one 40 wolves it's like they just stood in a single file line and they're like they took turns jumping no that has to be what happened it's not cool to gang up and they they really stood by their morals respectful guys really yeah dead nothing like those narnia wolves oh my no those they don't work in a team you know they don't work as a team oh yeah you know they're very independent they're like i can take him <laughs> and then dead. Yeah, the other guy's like, "Well, I can take him." Yeah. <laughs> they stand in position of weakest to strongest. Yes. Yeah, they're like, "Okay, that's actually so interesting, though, because there's what I just realized that the Wicked Witch of the West has like a wolf breeding farm." Uh, well, maybe, but she might. So there's also, more than forty. She can expend forty at a time. That's true. But as we'll find out, she expends many things uh, because, oh, and also during that whole scene with the beheadings, 40 wolf beheadings, <laughs> beheadings. Dorothy slept through it. She was just asleep the whole time. So and where did how she far away were they? Off? How far away was that? I imagine them being literally right. Like, I can't I'm picturing them, like, 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 like there's like, it's like the camp. They're in like a little circle. There's fire. And then the tin man literally just facing them a foot away and just yes. doing 
It, it has to be that because he's not going to walk away from Dorothy when 40 wolves are coming to kill them. Like he's not going to like leave her unattended. So he probably yeah. was literally a foot away. Wake up, Dorothy. Yeah, what are the poppy seeds out again? <laughs> right. <laughs> What's going on, Dot? You just slept in a palace last night. For yeah, sake. you're rested. Sleeps in a palace for a week and she forgets all about the journey she had before. And then stuck in all Texas. Right. Come on, guys. So then the <laughs> Tin Woodman, yeah, he kills all the wolves until one by one until they all lay dead at his feet. And then the, the witch is like, although that pack of 40 wolves didn't work, I'll have to send something <laughs> mightier. Better amp it up. <laughs> amp it up, man. Grizzly bears. 40 crows. 40 crows. You know. Which I understand is, like, uh, sorry, TW, TW, 40 Trauma. crows. Trauma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 40 From- of them. I had to fight off two. <laughs> we and training. I almost didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> now 20 times that amount. No, thank you. That's like before you travel to Oz, you have to get like 10 different kinds of shots, but you oh, also yeah. do have to fight like up to six crows before they'll let you into it. <laughs> but like the crows don't get hurt. So no, no, it's yeah. AI. Yeah, very well. Um, but yeah, so 40 crows come flying in. And of course, who's with who's leading the crows other than the king crow himself? Uh. Um, and we know that Blake loves that. Uh, but the king crow, everyone's like, okay, so basically the scarecrow says, lie down, everybody. This is my fight. Because he was laughed at crows before. Granted, <laughs> yeah, I get a bone to Yeah, pick. the tin woodman could have killed a <laughs> hundred of these me, at once. Yeah. <laughs> but the basically the scarecrow just like stands there and he's like, oh, I'm acting like a scarecrow. And the king crow is like, oh, I'm just gonna go take his eyes. He's just a scarecrow. But the scarecrow <laughs> grabs him just midair, grabs his little head, puts it between his knuckles, pulls and twists, and wrings his neck. Yeah. And he's dead. And he wrings their necks one Ew, by one. With his little he, straw hands. Yeah. <gasps> How exactly. Did he do like that? Fumbling. Oh my like, god. My yeah. How does he have the strength? On. It takes two to three minutes per crow. Ew. And like all the others Like just he's really quietly. having to like move their necks around until he hears the pop. And yeah. they're like, ah. oh wow. <laughs> they're like fighting back the <laughs> oh entire time. God. Oh, he's sick. Oh, this is actually pretty sick. awful. That is more like that's not even body horror. That's just like horror that's action horror yeah that is that is horror <laughs> after the crow she's like god damn it gotta up my ante yeah. so she blows that silver whistle three times this time also which is it like a tear system <laughs> that's my question is like also like what if you miss here could was there a world where some of the crows came because they thought it was two and not all the wolves came because they thought it was two and then it's like a mix like how I don't know what their system is. And there's just like some wolves that are like oh. lost. And they're like, where are we supposed to go? Seriously. Where's yeah. the king wolf? And like I said, yeah, well, there apparently was no king wolf. Although oh. I do, after Hannah said her, some comment you made about them, I was like, wow, maybe it wasn't a big pack. Maybe they were just individual wolves and that's why they did it one at a time. Like maybe mm. they weren't working as a they team. They weren't actually like trained wolves so they weren't really yeah. that much of a frankly it's way cooler if when she blew her whistle like two wolves came and then she told them what needed to be done and then wolves from all over just started swarming. and they were just like oh <laughs> <laughs> okay that was serving really okay. strong coyote so but... what happens after <laughs> coyote ugly yes so what happens after she blows the whistle three times after she blows the whistle three times uh there is, I mean, what would you expect other than a cloud of black bees, which I imagine is like big, thick, like disturbingly Why they gotta be black? Hornets. <laughs> it, it's more menacing, but the bees show up and I, she just tells them like everything else. She's like, just go kill them. And so they go and 
this is some scarecrow body horror. So the scarecrow disembowels himself. He reaches in, pulls out all of his straw, and he just sprinkles it over Dorothy and Toto and the lion to hide them. Because he's like, oh, the bees won't know that there's people under here, which is pretty stupid to begin with. But but now they're hidden, so all the bees see is the Tin Woodman. Uh, and they're like, they fly in like you know, the camera's like on them and it goes and they hit him and they bounce off. I honestly miss so much of what you said because I got stuck in a loop of the scarecrow disembowels himself. It fucked me up so bad. Yeah. We should make merch that just says like disembowels self. <laughs> I'm picturing a lot of things right now. <laughs> no, it's a lot happening. Um, is he like, in pain when it happens or is it just casual? We'll, we're going to get there later because there's a no part two to this horror. Um, he ain't got no Osmosis Jones. Mm-mm, not I just, one I of them. I just hate that he's like... like a moving thing. Yeah, he's like conscious, but where does it live? Like, is it in one of the pieces of straw? And I hate that he's three days old, too. Oh, I know. I've been thinking about that ever since you said he it. He had a strong, a, a hard upbringing, but he is gonna, it's gonna pay off. He's three days old. He already knows a lot. He can walk. He's traveled across the country. He's facing I mean, he just many fought things. off, like, what was it, Ooh, 300 bees? He just bees? killed 40 crows. And that, too. <laughs> you know, there is something that I should honestly probably save until we talk about the next book, but it'll come back up. Mm-hmm. But there is an elixir called like the magic of life in later books. And it's like a powder. I think it's called that. But it's a powder that you sprinkle on things and they come to life and then they become characters in your story. Uh, And if the farmer that made the scarecrow did that to him and then hoisted him up in a field, what a sick fuck. I want the A24 movie about that guy. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Plug A24. (laughs) But yes, essentially the scarecrow is super disturbing. And we don't know how he was made. The bees all sting the Tin Woodman until they fall down dead. Um, After the other three groups failed uh, and were horribly murdered by Dorothy and her friends, uh, Mm -hmm. the the witch (laughs) did the next best thing, which was sending the actual Winky army. The Winkies are the peoples that she has enslaved. Mm -hmm. Which, wouldn't that be the first step? Like, would I use my, my silver whistle to call everyone from the horizon and then try and use my standing army. No offense, but if I was a train, if I, if I was a part of a trained militia, and yeah. they sent bumblebees first, I'd be kind of mad. Okay, wait a minute though. Imagine <laughs> they sent bumblebees first. Imagine that you imagine the book was written a little differently, and the Winkies were the first ones that were sent, and the <laughs> Tin Woodman decapitated like a hundred sentient army enslaved like enslaved army. Okay, because now you know what else I'm picturing. I'm picturing a bunch of just dead bodies around them. Yeah, and they're like in the desert too. There's no road. They're just like in this gross place where they took a nap under a tree where they could find one. Yeah, it sounds pretty terrible to be honest. And I bet they didn't. Clean There's those forty up. dead wolves, just their bodies. And their heads everywhere. Yeah. And then a bunch of crows. That's 80 pieces. I mean, the bees The bees just went away. What happened with the bees again? The bees stung themselves to death. Oh, yeah. They, that's right. They tried that's right. Because yeah, they the tried to sting So, yeah, there's a pile. Like, and 40, that's probably a, a three-inch tall little pile of bees. Ugh, and someone's going to step on it on accident, and the crunch is going to be so gross. Ew, all right, big. all right. Back to work, you fiends. Um, but she does. she sends the Winky Army... And the lion just did a big roar to threaten them, and they just kind of noped out. <laughs> yeah, they just went and walked away. Yeah. yeah, they were like, "Um, no." Oh my! Oh. 
Okay. So no one has come to try to like defeat the witch. And this is her militia. <laughs> yeah. So Literally. I think she's tricking people. She's smart. She's not as That's, strong as she thinks she is. Yeah. But she's like, but I got a lot of things that could scare people. But actually, none of them are good at what they do. That's she's an just interesting magic. commentary on like posturing in politics because she makes it seem like she's super strong she has these scary things but she can't actually defend herself yeah. it's kind of like invading another country but like mm. you know then your military actually sucks and everyone yeah, sounds like myself no, no offense guys but we, we all know how the story ends so i mean it she's a direct foil to yeah. the wonderful wizard of oz yeah um, indeed but okay so thinking about that section of like her sending all these swarms of things to attack them and it's always 40 it was 41 40 bees 40 crows uh which makes me think of like first of all the biblical plagues of like her sending like disgusting birds and wolves and stuff to like take them out yeah uh but then also the number 40 is super significant in the bible uh like in scripture the number 40 generally symbolizes a period of testing trial or probation like 40 days and nights mm-hmm. yeah well, exactly. that's how long if i go back to the whole noah's ark thing exactly it rained uh-huh. for 40 days and 40 nights moses lived 40 years in egypt and 40 years in the desert before god selected him to lead his people what? out of slavery yeah, Moses, he was eighty when that happened. Yeah, Moses was also <laughs> on Mount Sinai for forty days and forty nights on two. Do you guys separate all know occasions. this now because you just watched that movie? Moses, oh, the, the Ten Commandments isn't a phenomenal oh, film. Ten Commandments, that's Moses yeah. wasn't sexy when it happened in real life, though, and uh, well, and it did happen. In it real did life. definitely <laughs> happen in real life. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, like uh, oh, and then Jonah traveled to Nineveh forty times to warn them to change their ways, or God would smite them. Jesus. Oh, also the 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 wall Jericho the wall Did Jericho. That take 40 days? Well, I think they went around it forty oh, times. Around or it forty something. times. That sounds super familiar. Oh. Well, and I know about the Bible. Jesus was tempted by the devil while he fasted for forty days before he began his In ministry. And then, yeah, of course, like you said, Hannah, God flooded the earth for 40 days and 40 nights in Genesis. Also, I'm pretty sure well, the book of Exodus has 40 chapters. It's like the longest what? book in the whole Bible. And I'm pretty sure the Bible was written by 40 individuals. So it's huge. Um, but Hannah, do you Big know number. how many times the number 40 is mentioned in the Bible? <gasps> Ooh. Hmm. Is that Old and New Testament? The, yeah, the entire Bible. The whole Bible. Um... I feel like it is quite a bit. Um, <laughs> is it forty times? Oh my god, that'd be oh. so cool! <laughs> that'd I don't be next level. That it's would be actually a hundred and forty six oh. times. Oh. <laughs> so you were like really wrong. Yeah, very wrong. I mean, I was thinking in the three digit area. I was thinking more of three hundred, maybe. So either way, I would have been pretty wrong. But I couldn't have guessed that. Honestly, forty was a clever answer, but there's no way to get close unless you're guessing. If it was forty times, then I would have definitely known that the Bible. I mean, I already do know that the the Bible is not true because it's been translated so many times by so many different people yeah. that it's just like all over the place. Um, and if someone decided to put 40 in it 40 times i know that that was a setup yeah you're like oh good marketing guys it's exactly really good marketing exactly Everyone in the year two also like how many examples did i just use of the number 40 in the bible if there were only 40 and i just said like a dozen that would be 
that would have to be intentional. Yeah. Uh, the witch gets really pissed off that Dorothy and her friends keep foiling all of her plans. So she goes to the cupboard in the kitchen <laughs> and she gets, what do you get out of the kitchen cupboard, Wyatt? I would say a golden cap with diamonds and rubies oh, yeah, on the top it. shelf. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And this is interesting. <laughs> Because first of all, Hannah, what do you think that cap like? What what do you think when I say a, a golden cap with diamonds and rubies? What do you think? Like, what's your image? <laughs> a graduation cap. Oh Ooh. my god, it's like bedazzled. Yeah, it's, like, it's bedazzled. Like, like a thirteen os. That's literally what I'm picturing, and it has a tassel, a gold oh, okay, tassel. See, I'm imagining a fez, like you know, like the like cylinder ones, like Abu wears. Wow, in okay. Very interesting. I'm picturing like, I pictured like a turban with a big rhinestone in the middle. Oh, oh. interesting. She gets her golden cap, which it's super interesting. It actually enslaves the entire like race of winged monkeys. There's a history. There's oh, a history. Okay. So says- we actually, we don't know that story yet, but I'm going to allow you to tell that story when we get there, because I, I don't will. even care about it it's such a waste of time it is but um but okay so whoever Wyatt will tell the backstory in a minute but whoever is uh the owner of the the golden cap they get three wishes from the winged monkeys and when they say a spell which i'm about to share with you (laughs) they uh they the winged monkeys come and they do whatever you ask so that's how you know we're going to get to where we're getting yeah. right now with them. And okay. we learn in this moment that the Wicked Witch has used the Winged Monkeys twice before already. Once to enslave the Winkies, who are still enslaved by her, and mm-hmm. once to drive Oz out of the West. So she's this is her third wish she's about to use. And it's the last time she can use the Winged Monkeys. She's risking everything. She is, which is kind of goes into your point earlier, because which is like, she's not strong. She's just trying to scare people. And this is her And now she's thing. getting she, scared. She yeah. needs those shoes so that she can be as powerful as she wants to be. Yeah. But she needs the shoes that are on Dorothy's feet. So in order to do so, she calls the Winged Monkeys by putting on the golden cap and saying this horrible, ridiculous spell. Would you like to hear it? Mm-hmm. Now, keep in Wait. mind... Sorry, I was going to say, we should say it in unison because it's much more haunting in a duet. Absolutely. Um, keep in mind that she has to hop on one foot while she says this spell. That's yeah. so just... Okay. Ugh. Ready? I'm just like, this world that I'm picturing, let me tell you, it's a joke. <laughs> oh, oh, is it? Oh, is a graduation it? cap? Really? Well, okay. Well, she's How wearing about- her graduation cap. She has her silver <laughs> whistle in her hand. And she is hopping on one foot saying... Uh, pet. Pepe, Kake, Hilo, Holo, Hello, ZZ, Zuzi, Zeke. And after she says that, monkeys do appear. And she says, go kill them all. So the monkeys fly out and they take everyone up. Oh, actually, she says kill them all, but she says, actually, take the lion back because I'll use the lion like to pull my cart around and be really cool looking. So she has a vision for her future. And she says, bring me the girl dead or alive. I want the shoes. Um, So the monkeys swoop in and they pick up the tin woodman and they drop him on a bunch of sharp rocks, (gasps) which you can imagine tin is a a rather, it's a rather soft metal. Yeah. (laughs) He he got dented. Destroyed. (gasps) Destroyed. Destroyed. Yeah. Uh, 
they I was literally just talking shit, but <laughs> I don't want well, him to get destroyed. Here's some gross shit. They scare the terror- scarecrow apart. They tear the scarecrow apart. They, they rip, him limb, rip him, him limb from limb. Okay, well, he's already done that to himself. Exactly. True. So it makes you wonder. But ha- he's never seen it be done. I guess he's never but, had uh, it be and done they, by someone they, else. They his he- and he's only three days of. old. Oh, but yeah. They somehow tie the lion up, which... I guess they're powerful, but they fly him to the castle. So they just carry him away, which I guess it only takes 3000 mice. It takes fewer monkeys, I guess. Um, and they were yet yeah, instructed to take Dorothy dead or alive, but she being protected by the good, witch's kiss on her forehead. They're like, Oh, that's powerful magic. If she's protected, we're not going to kill her. We'll take her to the witch. So they just like scoop her up with Toto and like carry her, them away. So it sounds like they end up spending time in the witch's castle for weeks after this. Um, the witch completely like starves the lion, so he's totally emaciated. <gasps> so how does she expect him to pull around his her cart? Well, Dorothy... Because well, he's refusing. So she's like, if you uh, want my cart, I'm going to starve you. And he's like, do it. Uh, hunger strike. Yeah. And Dorothy is basically the witch's starved. maid, so she's just been sneaking food down to him and being mm-hmm. like, we're going to get out of here. Don't you worry. Oh, I feel bad for them now. So the witch really wants those shoes, like really bad. But for some reason, which is unclear about like the good witch's like blessing, she can't just kill her and take them. So she's just waiting. But Dorothy only takes her shoes off to bathe. Um, but the witch fears water more than anything. So mm. she didn't dare go near Dorothy while she was bathing in case she got splashed. And so what, Dorothy killed. just like put the shoes right outside her bathtub or something. I guess that's the last she thing always, she took off. She just like dangled her feet out of the tub. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what type of shoe are these comfortable shoes or are they like, I'm thinking heels and I'm like, she's wearing those all the time every day. Well, they're depicted in the movie as being heels. And that's honestly what I've always pictured just because that's what people wore back then. Silver yeah. slippers though. That could be, could be slides. Well, Cinderella's, slides. Cinderella's shoe was a slipper. Oh, it was and a glass it's a, slipper. Yeah. That's a yeah probably, it probably was a heel then. Yeah. Yeah. Girls didn't wear anything else back then. She's between... 11 and 13 or something though the witch is getting so frustrated uh that dorothy won't like get these shoes off of her feet um that she her her grand scheme which i mean kind of works is she turns an iron invisible uh, so that dorothy trips over it so that her shoe will come off when she trips over it Ridiculous yeah. scheme. Because <laughs> when I trip, I always lose a shoe. Right. Yeah, yeah it just flies right off. It works though. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it works. Okay. It does. One for one shoe. One trip, one, one shoe. shoe gets lost. Did she snatch it? The oh, witch sent She gobbles <laughs> it up. She ate she ate she that, ate that yeah. up. She ate that. <laughs> but this pisses Dorothy off. It makes her so mad that she throws a bucket of water over the witch. Like Dorothy, and she doesn't even know. Yeah, Dorothy she is. <laughs> Dorothy is that girl from middle school who wore sweatpants and had Monroe piercings in eighth grade and was always just really mad at the like volatile. Honestly, I could see that, but I mean, I would be mad too in that situation. She's starving. You killed all my, my friends and you my enslaved friends. me. Yeah, now you're starving the lion. Like more than angst. Yeah, yeah that's revenge, so, bitch. But naturally, I mean, we all know. Would you like to take a gander at what the witch might say in response to having a bucket of water thrown over her? Well, I just assume that she's like, oh, I'm melting. Yeah, pretty much that. (laughs) Predictable. 
And Dorothy just cleans up the mess and goes. Ew! What's she, the mess? She cleans what's the mess. Just melted witch. Ew! And she is it organs it in there? Are there organs? Uh, they probably melted too. Ah! It's just a goop. But she cleans it up with another. She goes and gets another bucket of water <laughs> and cleans it up, bitch. So she double melted her. So and also, so Dorothy is the maid, and she is, if nothing else, a working girl. So she's like, okay, I killed the witch, but I gotta clean this floor till it's sparkling. Let me get rid it's of it. It's a hard knock life. This witch insides. In so, but, but I actually did find really interesting that when she crushed the Wicked Witch of the East with her house, she dried and shriveled up, and that's how they were able to get the shoes off her feet. But when she killed the other witch, she killed her with a bucket of water. It's like she killed them in completely opposite ways. She dried one up, and she soaked another. So basically, after that, the witch is dead. She goes down to get the lion, and they're just going to get the fuck out of there. Um, and that's where we end chapter 12 which is called The Search for the Wicked Witch. And unbelievably, that is our first chapter of the episode. Blake, what would you call that chapter if pressed to rename it? I would either call that chapter Dissect Self or asterisk Hannah voice asterisk. I'm, oh, I'm melting. (laughs) So it's between the two. I like the second one. Chapter 13, The Rescue. So the Winkies are very relieved that the Wicked Witch is dead. And uh, to thank Dorothy for her bold actions, they go out and they find the Tin Woodman and Scarecrow and they piece them back together. Yeah. It yes. takes them oh, in, uh, an interesting number of days. Allies. Maybe. It takes... <laughs> yes, allies. <laughs> uh, they take two days to find the ruined Tin Man. He is just fucked up at the bottom of like a uh, crevasse. And then it takes them four nights to find, or, or no, it takes four nights for tinsmiths to mend him. So they have some really good metal workers, I guess. But two days and four nights, I don't know. I'm just saying, sounds biblical. Yeah. And I mean, we don't really spend a lot of time talking about the work of putting the Tin Man back together, probably because it's more intricate work. But they do kind of describe do putting the scarecrow back together. they have to go inside him? Well, to he basically. He undent. Basically, he basically gets like everything brand new. I mean, he's uh, gorgeous. Wait, so which makes enough sense because he's gotten each of his limbs and body and head replaced in like sequence. So I guess if he's just completely broken, they can replace yeah. everything at I once. But what know. do they put then in those new pieces? Well, What's I don't know. a soul? I don't know uh, where his yeah. spirit lies. Well, so well, this what finger, is maybe? exactly? Are we talking about skin? This? Are we talking about spirit? No, he gets steel, I believe. No, it's just tin. It's more. It's well, I'm wondering what's tin. under there that they're able to replace like, it. That's the thing is like, Ugh. so that's similar to this next thing, which is a moment of scarecrow body horror, which is that they then after they replace or they fix the tin man up in an ambiguous and maybe soulless way, they find the scarecrow's clothes up in a tall tree. So he's been ripped to shit. They find his clothes left up there. The hay is gone. Those monkeys are ruthless. But they just restuff him, and he is as good as new. Yeah, they basically and I'm like, have to build him from the ground up, but what difference so does it make? does his soul live in his hat? Does it live in his, like, face leather? He's like Frosty the Snowman. Oh, what shit. Have, I don't know he I melted? There must have been some magic in that oh, the old straw hat they found. Silk hat. I always thought it was straw hat. Um, but I'm wrong. I know wow. that. But... <laughs> Why it's gotta be black? Why is it gotta be 
And it, but okay, there was a gay alert that I'm surprised you haven't mentioned, uh, and that's that while they were working on the Tin Woodman, they were still searching for the Scarecrow. The Tin Woodman says something along the lines of, "If only we had the Scarecrow again, I would be quite happy." <gasps> They're in love. They're in love. Uh, that's his best duty. Come on, Dorothy. Basically, after they reset the Scarecrow. Uh, she goes up to the tower and she's like, oh, my basket's up there, you know, where I was enslaved as a maid for a little while. And so she goes to the witch's quarters and while she's up there, she finds a lovely golden hat with diamonds and rubies. And she just says, that's neat. I'll take it with me. Uh, yeah. And so they're on their way out. The hat fits Dorothy's head perfectly. And the Winkies are like, oh, Tin Woodman, don't go. Please stay and rule over us. And he's like, I gotta help my girl, but I'll be back to rule over you shortly. (laughs) I guess they always need a king. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, please, please lead us. Oh, don't smack me in the face. They need it. But the Scarecrow gets a walking stick from the Winkies as a gift. Um, The Tin Woodman gets a fancy, beautiful, shining oil can from them as a gift. And Dorothy stole a hat. So I guess everyone's leaving happy. Yeah. And that (laughs) chapter is chapter 13, known as The Rescue. And Blake, what would you name that chapter if pressed? Gay alert! Oh. That's... We do love the gays. Very good. Chapter 14, The Winged Monkeys. Now, they were obviously flown to the Wicked Witch's palace by the winged monkeys, right? They were attacked by the crows and the bees and the birds and the bees and the alphabet trees. And they uh, they were flown there by the winged monkeys. And they realized there's no road or path back to the city of emeralds. They have no idea where they are because they saw it from the sky before. Um, so they get lost in the forest for what I think is a few days and they finally just sit there defeated, like oh. so exhausted that Toto doesn't even have the energy to chase a butterfly, uh, which they felt like they needed to tell us. And I'm glad they did because that poor baby, <laughs> it puts you in the and Toto space. hasn't really done anything wrong. If you think about it, I mean, no. Toto's kind of been a catalyst to the whole story. Toto's why we're in. Actually, Oz, you're right. You're right. He ran off and we're going to talk later about him running off some more. Uh, I just twice actually before we end today's episode we will talk about Toto running it's off fun twice. though <laughs> it's, he's having a good time until he's not no. and then no, no one's he's so weak he time. literally can't even run anywhere yeah and they have but yes like Blake said they've been walking for days but there's no road to the city of emeralds that's just the thing like there's no road connecting the witch's castle to the city of emeralds so they decide of course, okay, you go through your list, and you're like, who are my allies? We have, um, who's first on the list? The field mice? Yeah, let's just call the field mice and see if they can help us. So Dorothy blows a whistle that they never told us that she had to call the field mice? Maybe it's the witch's whistle, and she took it, and she was like, I guess I can call all my animal allies with this. That which could is ridiculous well be. To assume, but, yeah, but I remember just being like, oh, they called the field mouse by blowing a whistle that you never told me they gave her, but okay, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but the queen of field mice comes and she's like, oh my God, where are you trying to go? And they're like, the city of emeralds. And she's like, oh my God, you're nowhere near your destination, but that's a really nice cap. Why don't you call the winged monkeys? Yeah. Um, Cause Dorothy has no idea what she's wearing on her head. She doesn't so know what she's this capable is, of. Sounds about right. Yes. <laughs> but this is where the lore comes in. The backdrop of the entire thing, uh, which is that, yeah, they're like, oh, use the golden cap to call the monkeys. And they explain, long ago, 
Before Oz came out of the clouds to rule on the land, the monkeys were a free people, and they were very mischievous, and the king monkey, because God forbid, you know, there's no king monkey, uh, the king monkey, many, many years ago, angered a very powerful sorceress in a land far away, not in Oz, like, they're from somewhere else, but she- By pranking her husband. Well, yes, she had a husband-to-be, they weren't even married yet, but they, like- they, they, I, he, I don't think he was tied up, but they pushed him in the river and it was scary. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to, um, I'm a queen. I'm a sorceress. And she was like, I'll either tie you all up and then drop you into the river to drown. Or you can agree to be forever three times the slave of the owner of the golden cap. So for the rest of their generations, like these monkeys today don't know any of the monkeys that had to do with the curse, but they are cursed forever for their children and their children's children if someone has that golden hat they can make them do anything they want three times and then they're done which but forever I mean, that is terrible but also if you think about it i mean the witch has used it so far to capture dorothy to run the wizard out of the west and also what else uh and well to capture dorothy run the wizard out of the west oh and enslave the winkies oh, that was and the to first enslave the did. winkies and so, I mean, she's taken decades to really use the cap. Yeah, so, for the most really part, the monkeys much. are free, but it's still not fair. Yeah. But they're always waiting. And I hate waiting. Like, you're waiting for a call, you're waiting for the bus, you're waiting for, like, whatever. Okay, in the really cool, to get like, in the really cool Disney million dollar remake of the story, like, when the witch does, like, the X. Hilo, Mecke, Bubo. Like you just see like the monkeys all just like at like a waterfall or something, like doing their thing. Yes. And then they just like fall in pain, just like <gasps> screaming monkey screams. Yeah. Because they But it's like the... it's muted screams and the overlay is just the witches chanting. Are they at a waterfall? Yeah, I'm that's how them at a waterfall. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm envisioning. Yeah. yeah. Where else would a monkey be, to be honest? They're flying monkeys. They can do whatever they want. They didn't drown in the river. Um, I did a lot of monkey Googling before this episode, actually. But oh. Moving forward. But that's the end. They tell Dorothy, hey, you can use the cap to call the monkeys. They'll fucking take you wherever you need. And also, here's the history of it. So they uh, fly the gang to the front gates of the City of Emeralds. And that, uh, that concludes Chapter 14, yeah. which is called... Chapter 14... The Winged Monkeys. And Blake, what would you call that episode? No, wait, that chapter. I would call that chapter, Are They at a Waterfall? Ooh, <laughs> that's a deep cut. And so that's going to be a fan favorite. If you can go ahead and tweet your favorite to ozhour at twitter.com. Someday we're going to have t-shirts that say, Twitter.com slash ozhour. <laughs> Someday. Chapter 15. The discovery of Oz, the terrible. So the winged monkeys have flown them back to the city of Emeralds and Oz finds out that they're back and that what news they have, which is we've killed the wicked witch. And he makes them wait several days before he'll meet them. Yeah. And meanwhile, everyone in the Emerald City is going insane. They're just like, oh my God, you killed not only the Wicked Witch of the East, which she'd done in Munchkinland, it's like, oh, and then you went and killed the Witch of the West on purpose, like, for sure? That's insane. Everyone is just, like, in love with them, but, yeah, they're getting pissed because the wizard is like, oh, give me a few days, like, uh, it, it'll be fine, like, I'll, I'll see you in a while. 
Yeah. So the scarecrow, after a few days, he threatens the the wizard by being like, yo, we're going to call the winged monkeys because we still have wishes left with them. So we're going to call them and have them help us get what we want out of you, which is so mobster the sopranos violent like did and someone give him some gabagool to follow also smart like it the scarecrow says he doesn't have a brain but then he's like hey here's some like manipulative pressure do what i want like, and the threat not works crazy because- yes and oz agrees to see them the next morning at 904 did it really say that? That's what i have in my notes. That's crazy. Which yeah. it is crazy. AM or PM? Oh, ooh, I like PM because it's more of a dance party thing. Yeah. But that's uh, stretching. I'm reaching. A dance party is not, except that Oz, the Oz is sort of like a DJ. Oh, Because yeah. he's invisible and he's just a big, booming voice. And honestly, yeah. I'm picturing him, because of the movie, I'm picturing him at like a venue type of thing where there's all this space that people stand you can have a crowd in there yeah and on top of that it's like this big screen that you see i know he was interpreted in different ways in this but it's just what i'm picturing is like this big screen so I think, yeah but that's a super it's cool, giving dj vibes that's super cool except that he would be doing it all alone like a fucking loser because no one's ever seen him no one's allowed in his throne room i know so it's I not like clubby though, it's like in terms creepy. of like space for people you're right <laughs> It's like a concert venue and there's four people in the crowd. Like it's huge in there. It's just and a, someone it's a with too much money. Yeah. Bedroom. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly to everything. <laughs> but um, but yeah. yeah, he's invisible and he's a big booming voice. Why? Um but yeah, so it's just his voice and he's being super evasive and he's like, okay, okay. I hear what you're saying. Great job. I'm going to need a day to think things over just in case someone told you, Oh sure. I'll do what you want, but first you have to go commit a murder. So you (laughs) travel a long distance and kill various things so that you can murder the one thing he asked you to murder. And then you have to come back to the place he was using a dark golden hat magic. (laughs) And then when you say, Hey, are you going to keep your word? He says, I'll think about it. Why are men? Yeah. Yeah. And you might think, Oh, who is the least likely person to make a reaction? Maybe the person who's the most nervous and scared, the lion. The lion would never say anything okay, I'll put in this my situation. Hand down since you just said it. <laughs> the lion roars in rage. He's basically like he's they're all pissed, but he does a big old roar and it scares the shit out of Toto. Like it, oh, Toto. it scares Yeah. Toto's just like sitting there, he has no yeah. idea what's going on. You he know has, how he sometimes he has he has no idea no, yeah, what's going on. He doesn't understand. He's the most normal thing in this entire like story. Yes. He's just a dog and yeah. he doesn't know. He and loves you know, Dorothy, he follows Dorothy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know how sometimes he gets scared and he runs away and it causes inciting incidents? Yeah. It happens again. 
in the throne room. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, I kind of so, have a feeling what might happen. Well, in the movie <laughs> for, <laughs> in, in the movie for some reason, Toto runs over there, he smells something behind this curtain and he like bites and pulls down a curtain. There we go, Toto. In, yeah, in the book, he gets scared, he run like like said he runs away and he accidentally runs into a curtain which and reveals the real Oz. Yes. Um which is just dun, 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 an old man. He's just a regular old Frank just or Greg s- Smith from Omaha. I'm spitting Super on him. Super old. Yeah. And yeah, he explains. He's a quote. <laughs> <laughs> and the spit is. He's just a liar. He's a liar. I would, he's Sorry, a, well, yes. And liar is a synonym for humbug, which in <laughs> the 1900s apparently meant just someone who was a real con. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Basically, P.T. Barnum. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm a humbug. I have no <laughs> powers at all. Oh, I'm a humbug. Uh, <laughs> that's how he identifies. And that's fine. Yeah. Just humbug things. <laughs> but he does go on to explain, though, that. Like, because they're like, wow, how did you do those incredible tricks earlier? Like, you know, to trick them. And he was like, oh, the header was just paper mache controlled by a string. And I didn't look this up because it would have taken just too much speculation. But (laughs) how heavy is a paper mache head that's so big? It's like a 20 by 30 head and it's controlled by string. I have I just have questions about the gravity. Yeah, it's a short short school bus of a head. Yeah. And it's like made of newspaper and glue. And it's it's operated by one man behind a curtain. I have questions. Honestly, the whole club scenario seemed more believable. I will say that's a decent lead in because the whole club scene thing, when he explains that like the woman, who did, who saw the woman, the tin woodman, the scarecrow, when the scarecrow saw the woman, it was just him in drag. He was like, <laughs> he was like, I put on a dress, I made a paper mache head, and I was that beautiful woman that scare- you saw. The scarecrow's only seen an eight year old girl before, so he's just like, That's he the most beautiful woman I ever did see. And he's just like, Hello there, youngster. Yeah, he's also <laughs> controlled and, by string. Go and kill for me, will you? God, that's actually so disturbing because he's probably, yeah, he's seen like five women. And they're all staff at the Emerald City. <laughs> or maybe faculty. And then the fireball was just like a big like lit up ball of wax and it was, paper or something? It was cotton. Or it was cotton. cotton dipped in wax and oil. It was and then he lit it on pad. fire. <laughs> if, the, if the lion waited long enough, there would have been nothing. There would have been nothing. Yeah, because now, you know, looking back at it now, like, I'm seeing something different. Yeah, no. yeah. The when Disney makes it better, it's gonna be so different. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because now well, it is something different. Because they would have showed what their perspective of it was at first, but then once he's exposed, it's showing what really happened. Yeah, like you get the zoom like, in oh. of the mechanics, and you're like, oh, like you see him hiding behind the curtain, peeking out because it's a yeah. comedy. Because um, <laughs> it's, it's it's an episode of Parks and Rec. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and actually, the last thing was the great beast was actually just a bunch of actual beast skins sewn together that it had like five legs and 22 eyes and a tusk it was just a bunch of that was just a bunch of actual animal pelts that were sewn together and it was just like 
fucked up. And it makes me wonder what the wizard's That's habits kind of are and how he Holocaust does that. type of shit. It is, yeah. Use their skin. So, I mean, if you think about what kind of a disgusting person is this man, just keep in mind that when he was a carnival man in Omaha, Nebraska, and a wind carried him to the wonderful land of Oz, and he touched down in Oz because he didn't know how to pilot the hot air balloon... The people revered him as a god since he came from the sky in a machine that they had never seen in their entire lives. And Mm -hmm. literally, he says, just to amuse myself, he has the people build the city of emeralds. And as we know, the city isn't even green. He makes every, he forces everyone to wear green spectacles and pretend that the city is green, which is crazy because like. I don't understand how long the wizard has been in power. And like, there yeah. must be people who remember. Should that he's the witch just... have been killed? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I think she's terrible and evil. But okay, we'll okay, learn okay. about her in other books, too. I'm just but... like, who's really the bad one? Yeah. Well, they're both bad. Okay. But, yeah. And then don't worry because the book contradicts itself so many times. We'll forget how yeah. terrible the wizard and is. And we'll like I the see. wizard in yeah. like book two, three, four, seven. Yeah. All of them. But. Um, <sighs> Like, there must be people who remember his true form. There must be people who remember building the city just to amuse him. Like, there must be people from before the green spectacles. And they're like, just lying. Yeah, like, every it's just a big government conspiracy yeah. thrown into the middle oh of the God. book for absolutely no reason. This is actually wild. They do need to do a remake. I know. They do. Maybe we Rin, should get A24 on this. I'll tell can, oh, oh you know I had that friend who works at the executive level at A24 I'll call him and tell him <laughs> put this on the book I'm so surprised you've never told me <laughs> um, so but yeah so he just decided to hide inside of his city and inside of his palace that he had all of the people who thought he was a god build uh, because he was so afraid of the witches yeah. so he sent a little girl to go and kill her like the dude is fucking amazing yeah. really but he big ends, yikes <laughs> big yikes especially because then so the end of this chapter basically is that he's like yeah like but i can help all of your friends like i'll help them all tomorrow but dorothy no i'm gonna need to have a couple of days to think about how to help you get back to kansas and it's like mm. so all of the shit that he did before and then he sends them to die and then he's even telling her but I can't really help. I'll, it'll take me days to figure out how to help you. Which and means he thought they even were, be able to. Exactly. And no. that means that he thought they were going to die. Like, well, I know that he thought they'd never do it. He, that but he didn't he even have to think about die. it. You had days to think about it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. He's just Weeks. a guy. I mean, to be fair, it's honestly better that, like, the illusion be ruined because at least they can enlist the help of, like, the man that he actually is rather than blindly and willingly just, like, depending on the outside of spiritual forces for your salvation which is insane and people do it all the time but like they just they just fully said this man is a god and he'll do anything like they're just as dumb as all of the people who follow him he's not magical he's not an all-powerful wizard so at least he can try to enlist their help as the man that he is because this whole time he's been trying to enlist he's been trying to help them as the wizard of Oz and he can't do those things, which is, so it's better that he failed, honestly. Yeah. Well, and that's actually interesting because, so that was the end of the chapter and the name of chapter 15 in light of our discussion makes a lot of sense, which is the discovery of Oz, the terrible. 
Oh, yeah. He was actually super terrible. He acknowledges it. Yeah. So the, they know. And Blake, what he, would... He even says in the movie, like, oh, no, because she says, like, you you horrible, horrible man. I'm a very good like, man, but I'm a very bad wizard. Right. He says it in the book, too. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I, had the, I have it in my notes. Um, but, Blake, what would you title that chapter? We'll call this chapter, All Right, I'll Meet With Ya. Just don't bring the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 16. The magic art of the great humbug. So it's the next morning. Oz told them last night, hey, I'll give you guys what you want tomorrow. So great. Come, come on back. Um, and it it's interesting what he does. In the movie... It's similar to the movie where it's like he just cons them, basically. He's a con man. He's a humbug. He's been lying for unknown amount of years. And he's continuing to do that with this day. Uh, he talks to the Scarecrow first. And, of course, the Scarecrow wants a brain. So he's like, okay, well, Scarecrow, give me your head. And sorry, this is some Scarecrow body horror. Because he takes the Scarecrow's head sack. Like, he just takes his head. He takes his head, stuffing it all, hay and all, and takes it away. People just love shifting him around. <sighs> they really, they really do. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's made of bran and mixed with pins and needles. So, I mean, he's sharp as a tack. No, yeah, that's what they stick into it, is that mixture of, yeah, bran, which is like a grain. They just put needles in him? They, and, I mean, to make him sounds, sharp. And Bran is just a letter shy of being Brain. Oh, Don't forget, true. he's like a carnival man, you know? like It's Bran's tacks and needles. Does he feel smart? Oh. Sure it's does. A, also, it's a brand new brain. Oh, yeah. Another it's fucking word. It's a brand play. new bla- brain. <laughs> but yeah, so that he'll be, quote, sharp. So he's like, yeah, now you'll be smart. And the Tin Man now has just needles sticking out of his head, which, as yeah. you can imagine, he is looks, awful. He looks so much worse. Um, the Tin Man is given a silk heart shape that's full <laughs> of sawdust, uh, which the wizard cuts him open and puts inside of him into his hollow self. Um, he just drops it in and then he puts a patch of like of metal over it. So now he has like a little square yeah, on open his chest heart now. surgery. Yeah, and now he has a pocket. But, I mean, <laughs> like the heart is made of silk and oh. it's full of so, uh, full of sawdust so he's got like a soft heart you know and when he walks around or like if he like you moves he can feel it moving so it feels like a heartbeat oh. he's like oh i feel it beating but it's literally just rattling around yeah. but he isn't well he does know what a heart feels like Ew. i guess but not like for, when you not have a lot a of water time. in your stomach Yes, exactly. but forever, and that's your heart. And so, <laughs> that's and horrible. For the lion, uh, the lion's courage yeah. is some random green liquid that the Oz either made or found. Uh, but <laughs> and he said he just puts it in a bowl. I don't know just, which one is better. He honestly. puts it in a bowl, and he says, "Since courage is found on the inside, it cannot be called courage until it's been swallowed. You know, like swallow your courage. But once it's inside of him, we love to swallow. It's courage." So the lion just has to drink this green goop and he's like, oh yeah, I'm so brave now. But it's so interesting that the chapter is called the magic art of the great humbug because like we were just talking about like all the funny wordplay that he does in that chapter and 
humbug literally is just like deceptive or false talk or behavior. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, I love it. I love it. But yeah, he helps a lot all of trickery. Of he is a great humbug, to be sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but he but, has no idea how he's going to help Dorothy get back to camp. No, yeah. So, but he's, yeah, he still has a few days based on his timeline that he gave after he defrauded a young woman. Uh, he has a few days left. But the name of that chapter, again, incredibly short, was Chapter 16 The Magic Art of the Great Humbug. And Blake, what would you call that? A brand new brain. Chapter 17, How the Balloon Was Launched. So that gives a little bit of a preface that the wizard is like, hey, well, you know, I ended up getting to Oz because I got washed away into the sky in a balloon. So why don't we just try and take a balloon back? So So he makes Dorothy wait for three days and finally tells her to help him build a hot air balloon. (laughs) It's like, dude, what took so long to even put that, like, piece that together? Yeah. Like, how how did you you get there? Think about how you got there. How did Dorothy get there? And you actually had, you have something that got you there. She just has a house. (laughs) Uh, yeah houses yeah. don't float she got a tornado yeah, well, she's gonna get the house. house back up in the sky exactly yeah, it's just ridiculous so yeah but thank god the wizard of oz figured it out so they just go ahead and they make a balloon out of silk and glue and they like get make a basket and they just make a big balloon yeah and, and that's it they do yeah. it damn in a really you know short montage set to an upbeat 80s pop song uh-huh yeah and yeah they, uh and then there's a big gathering out in the courtyard of the city of emeralds where oz tells the Ozian people that he's going on a trip to visit a brother wizard which none of our main characters who for some reason don't hate his fucking guts yeah um none of them call him out on his lie they want dorothy to get home to be fair i'm sure fair enough but just agreed like, let's it's focus like, on one thing at a time yeah they're like let's get dorothy home choose your battles the, if the wizard comes back we'll we'll crucify him but yeah it's it's interesting though because he's a con man to the end that's all he's ever done and he and honestly just another cruel joke of his he leaves the scarecrow in charge of oz he's the new wizard yeah. of oz he's like oh like i'll leave with my friend the scarecrow to rule over you people which is insane <laughs> uh, the scarecrow has tax in his head <laughs> yes. That's it. And not only that, how old is he? Like he's he's, he's, he's a couple like, weeks he's now. Six weeks Let's old. say he's six a couple weeks, weeks at now. the most. Because yeah, like they had to get to Oz. They stayed at Oz waiting the whole enslavement period. But so here's a if I'm gonna have anyone rule my city out of these people, it would be it would probably be the tin tin woodsman. I just feel like he's got it. Something no, about him. He's, yeah. No, I agree. He's immortal. He's wise. He's caring. And he'll kill 40 wolves if that's what it takes. Yeah. I mean, the scarecrow mm-hmm. killed a lot too. But the thing is. What a man. What a man. What a man. The scarecrow never loved. That's true. And he'll never love. Damn. All right. All right, guys. But. Sad. <laughs> okay. But, but of course, this leads us into the guest survey. Which we kind of already got into a little bit through that conversation. But, Hannah, if you were a citizen of the City of Emeralds, 
what would you be thinking about right now with everything that's going on? And there are three things specifically that we were going to think about is the Wicked Witch of the West has been killed. Oz has appointed a new ruler with no election. And also your new king is a scarecrow. (laughs) So as a, as a community member, a concerned citizen, what would you think about the Wicked Witch being killed? And also, oh yeah, yeah, no, sorry, take it away. So as a citizen and being terrified of him or her, I mean the witch. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know what a woman looks like. Them. Them. Being right. scared of them. Um, I would just, I would be very, like, I'd be like, my kids can play on the sidewalk again. Everyone's <laughs> safe. I can go and, you know, go camping in the woods. Yeah. I don't know the about whole that, maybe. The whole West opened up now. Yeah, I guess that's There's true. There's no evil witch. Oh yeah. my God, the Winkies are going to make so much. Travel. Oh, tours. Oh, yeah, like, God. this is where the Wicked Witch was killed by Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> Ten bucks. Yeah, kids they're getting riding free. off that the for Winkies sure. are just like... Special price just for you. Please, <laughs> sir, come inside. Take yeah. a look. Take a gander. Yeah. <laughs> if you call in the next 30 minutes, you get all your kids in free and a commemorative mug. <laughs> the thing is, That's it real. could be any floor just because like Dorothy cleaned it so well. We don't actually know where the witch oh, was that's killed. that's true. They could... And he'd be like, what if he didn't know where it was and he's just like chose a floor and it wasn't actually one, but he was like, yeah, but after it happened, Dorothy just cleaned it up. Yeah, there's no way to prove any of that. <laughs> like any, everything's unsubstantiated. But anyway, and I'd still visit. I'd give. I'd spend yeah. so much money yeah. to go. That's what I'm saying. They're gonna do it anyway. I mean, I would go because I've never seen it before. All I've yeah. seen is a white city that is. You wear glasses and then everything's green. Yeah, I, you would get to take your glasses off for the first time. Oh, I went to Alcatraz. And they only mentioned Al Capone like twice. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, if I spend the money on that, I'll spend the money on going to where the witch died. Let's yeah. go to the West, we baby. Ooh, we're going West. <laughs> going West. Okay. Of course. Well, great conversation about the perspective about the Wicked Witch. That felt like it really got into the culture. So, <laughs> <laughs> I um, actually am a citizen these- of Oz. <laughs> well, as a citizen of Oz, how would you feel about Oz appointing a new ruler without an election. Okay, well, so soon after the witch's death. Well, and also so soon after realizing, oh, you're just an old bald white guy. Yeah. Oh, but he's okay. still lying. He's still saying he's going to see the wizards in other lands. Oh, that's right. They so, still so technically he still is a wizard. So, Hannah, you think he's a wizard still. And you've loved him your whole life. Uh-huh. To the point that you've done things you regret. And when you see and him, you're kind of like, ugh. But... You know, I'm like, couldn't I wouldn't fuck it, but, but super, he does, <laughs> I'd follow it. Super powerful. <laughs> so when the wizard says scarecrow's in charge, you're just like all hell scarecrow. You just trust it. Um. Well, if it's like I didn't get the point of view of the other people, like the Tin Man and Dorothy mm. and all them. Then yeah, I feel like I would just be blind to it because I have been. But now I would just have a perspective that like, oh well, maybe now we can see more, because I don't know. And also because he would be leaving, so does that mean rules are different? Maybe they can go outside. Well, that's the thing is anything could happen, and we may find out in future books. Books, but Mm -hmm. I think what you're capturing is the question of, hey, I trust this guy, but. Well, what happens next? Yeah. You are characterizing an Oz citizen so well, I believe it. And the final question for our citizen of the Emerald C- City of Emeralds is, 
your new king is a scarecrow. <laughs> With that information specifically, how do you react and how do you fear or or what excites you about that? Oz provides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in it. So am there I... There will be no crows in Oz. <laughs> yeah, I guess as myself, that would seem pretty nice. Saint Scarecrow's Day when he drove Ooh, all the crows sick. out of Oz. <laughs> um... So am I like a human as a citizen, basically? Yeah, My I assumption, so. yeah. Okay. And a scarecrow becoming And let's just get you into it. You own a little shop front down on the courtyard. You know, well the th- the thing is, having a wizard as a leader when there's a scary, scary witch that's out there. Uh, would feel much more threatening if he decided to switch it over to a scarecrow. But now that the witch is dead... And it's technically the scarecrow who killed the witch, too. It's so. that group. Yeah, so it's like, oh, yeah. I'd wow. be like, honestly, I think I would be fine with it. But from we my first perspective of what you said, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so free thinking but now I'm is like, dead. But now I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like all the threats are gone. The bad things are gone. Like, it's a scarecrow. He's a scarecrow. Great. Yeah, like, and listeners, just remember that Oz Hour is a safe space where we can just come and we can talk about these political things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, everyone's safe and no one's going to get mad at you. Yeah. yeah. No. If you're pro scarecrow, great. You're a citizen of Oz, and that's, that's what, fine. That's what really yeah, matters. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oz in and Oz out is what we always say as a yep. culture. So. As a citizen of Oz, I can say that everyone's welcomed, and I felt it since the day I got here. In our Oz, love <laughs> is love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Color is non-existent. Human rights. <laughs> <laughs> well, that captures it, folks, and that's the end of our guest survey. But the end of this uh, chapter is pretty shocking, which is that they are about to leave in their balloon, and... Dorothy's like, oh, hey, I can't find Toto. And then she just, like, walks away. Yeah, and Toto's off chasing some cat. Yeah. So the hot Selling air balloon foolish. just leaves without Dorothy. Yeah. The wizard's gone. The balloon is gone. Dorothy like, has oh, Toto. No. Oh, I don't know how to fly this. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, because he has no idea. He's I also piece. lying about knowing how to do that. Uh, yeah. So he's gone. And, I hate him. And yet again, yeah. let's remember, Toto ran out, ran away from Dorothy, and then she ended up going to Oz. Toto ran away from Dorothy. She un- or he uncovered the wicked witch. But then he ran away from Dorothy and Oz left without her. And that's how that chapter ends. That chapter being named Chapter 17, How the Balloon Was Launched. And Blake, your commentary? Yeah, this is a chapter all about how um a white man gave some children the runaround and then made them work for him to build the thing that he wanted. And then in the, and he told them all like they'd be able to reap the benefits of it in exchange for like not getting paid for their labor. And then they did that labor and then only he got to reap the benefits from it. And they all were left in exactly the same place as they were before. That is a wonderful reworking of the title. And Hannah, I can tell from all the way across the room, you are itching to give us your name for this chapter. So, yeah, this is at least three and a half feet. What would you name that chapter, which was chapter 17, How the Balloon Was Launched? Okay, I had a lot of feelings during this chapter as a citizen of Oz. And uh, just to make it short, I would just name it Betrayal. Oh, we all heard the dramatic music that just was edited into that. I'm underwhelmed. It didn't do anything for me.
chapter 18, Away to the South. So the first thing they do, uh, unfortunately, counts as a wish because they call the winged monkeys to come and carry Dorothy home, but they can't leave the land of Oz. So they're like, sorry, we can't do anything for you. And also Uh, you summoned us here. So you only have one wish left. Also, Uh, my question before they did that, like they called field mice and the field mice were like, hey, just use that golden cap. That's for the winged monkeys. But then they get to Oz and no one counsels them more on the winged monkeys. The field mice know, but no one else warns them like, hey, that'll count as a wish. Like to me, that's just interesting. Yeah. But right, yeah, everyone yeah. should know the lore. And so at that point, they're down to one wish left. So that's important going forward for the rest of the story. And when we meet back on this next week, but um the Winged Monkeys, yeah, are basically like, sorry. Um, but then they call the soldier, which is referenced like earlier, I think last chapter, like, he lets him into the gate. He yeah, like, he's got you a know. green mustache. Yeah, yes, exactly. All that. Or is it white without the goggles? Who knows? Hmm. Um, but they call the soldier and they're like, hey, what do we do? And he's like, Glenda the Good Witch in the South could help, but like, it's super dangerous. Like, yeah, don't she's go. All the way in the southern quadling country. Yeah. So it's the only we've never country been there we haven't been in. We haven't been in the north yet. Oh, the Gillikins. Yeah. yeah. We haven't oh been we'll God, get to their next country book. Names. I want to be from <laughs> one of them. It's so in the north, there's the Gillikins. In the west, there's the Winkies. In the south, there's the Quadlings. And in the east, there's the Munchkins. Yeah. I want to be in the, the middle, Quadlings. there's the City of Emeralds. The Quadlings are scary. The Quadlings are crazy. Yeah. You'll hear about the next episode on Oz Hour. (laughs) (laughs) The final episode of book one. So he's like, yeah, go see Glinda. And so the Scarecrow and the Tin Man and the Lion, they decide that they're going to accompany Dorothy to go see Glinda and get some help. Yeah. They decide to go. And that's the end of chapter 18, which is called Away to the South. And Blake, what would you call that out of curiosity? Hannah voice. I want to be a Quadling. This has been Oz Hour, created and hosted by Blake Stone and Wyatt Swingham, co-hosted by Hannah Aguirre, audio production by Charlie Johnson, theme music written and performed by Rudy Clobus, cover art by Valentin Lucas. 